Alright, welcome back. Welcome <clears throat> back to Greenbox Gaming, plays Delta Green Possible Landscapes. Your uh, number one locale, your number one source of all the best doubts that your reality is actually real. My name is Joe, and I'm joined by uh, some... Joe, it's, it's, oh, no, it's happening Joe again. Oh yeah. no, shit! Yeah, my reality is <laughs> right fracturing. <laughs> it's fracturing! It's really <laughs> happening! Oh, worst possible. <laughs> we'll take it from here, Joe. Yeah. We'll take it from here. Welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming. Uh, this is your handler, Joe, and I have all the answers for you. In fact, right here, I'm checking a little... Uh, he can hear us because we hear a little chuckle now and then. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I've got the whole tome. I just googled Impossible Landscapes and I will be running and acting and playing and rolling as Sabnok, the demon. Wow. The demon Sabnok is who I choose. Oh, so, wow. Joe, why why does Asa Darabandi drown babies? I left. He's not having any of it. Gotta re restart. <laughs> Joe rage quit. <laughs> rage quit. Like, I we will not. It. We did it, boys. We got rid of them. <laughs> we found we, out. It's we all took all it back. Ours. We're driving this car, baby. The <laughs> king right. is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> no, no, long live the king. The fiefdom is over. <laughs> All right, we're back. That's over to you again. All right. <laughs> I, I, I look forward to listening back to all that later. I am joined by my <laughs> great friends, Brad playing Hank. Hello. I'm joined by uh, John playing Benedict. Hello. Dace playing Benji. Finger guns. Oh, oh, for our audio wow. audience. Very nice. I like it. I like Very it. It's doing audio finger guns. Audio finger guns. Uh, how, are you, how are you guys... Uh, well, I guess we could save most for the sanity check. But uh, have I don't know. Like, I guess our, our um, gaming experience is pretty limited. You know, that idea of like that existential doubt feeling that I hope I've instilled oh, yes. in you. Do I ever? <laughs> I feel that, though. Yeah. It was... Both, both in and out of character. Do you guys know of any like? Do you guys have any like movies or series or anything that you've, or even books that you've read that have kind of given that to you? That have kind of scratched that itch of like, oh man, it could all be fake. I guess like, I don't know. Does the Matrix do that for some people? I think that's, that's the classic a, example. That's in a cool mm -hmm. way. So, mm -hmm. any, any of you ever read House of Leaves? No, I'm familiar no. with it. Nope. Uh, it's quite a good one. Uh, it, it's very good at scratching that particular particular itch. I'll tell you what. What's um, the, um, go ahead, Dace. The classic philosophical thing is it Plato's allegory of the cave? Yeah, yeah, the mm -hmm. cave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea that you only know what you've been shown, and that it's your whole world. Yeah, right. Memento, Plato's oh, allegory one. of memento. Also fantastic movie. Uh, it's, is that is that the name of the movie? <laughs> That's, they they've shortened it to Memento. It's just Memento. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, if you guys, House of Leaves is a really thick book. It's, it's a pretty pretty dense read. But the way it's written is not like even literally the way that some of the words are printed on the page. Like they get, like there's a very meta way that the, even the book itself is produced to make it seem odd like and to make mm -hmm. you kind of question things like it's not just words on a page like the it's a good one it's a, it's a it's a really super good one i was went 
down like a rabbit hole one time. I guess it's kind of still in the same vein. Uh, Blade Runner 2024. You know, that whole thing he has to say for baseline check. Essentially, he has to repeat oh, that. Yeah. Did y'all ever look at what that is? No. No, what is it? It's an actual book from a book called The uh, White Pale Flame. And it's a book. It's very super odd. It's like a poem. The first half of the book is a poem, and the second half is a person analyzing the poem. <laughs> and it, it gets kind of trippy. Uh, That's cool. Look, I can't remember all the details, but it's worth a read to like look up what that's, that. That's really interesting because House of Leaves is a story that is being written by someone who is watching a documentary. Yeah, it's kind of a similar thing. Um, yeah, so. yeah, that, that's that's. I mean, it's super cool, like a hundred percent. Oh, White Castle, White Castle, not the Harold and Kumar movie, <laughs> the <laughs> book. <laughs> that's another really good. Not one. to be confused. Yeah, who is the author? I'm gonna have to look up the author, but it's like, um, basically, the main character meets his doppelganger, mm. and it really messes with his sense of self and they like spoiler alert kind of gradually converge and become each other and by the end they've completely swapped roles mm. that was a really good one yeah i lo- i remember the first time i watched annihilation uh yeah like great it, movie it kind of scratches that for you a little bit yeah that, like what is this where are we in the one of the few instances where in my opinion the movie's better than the book I didn't know you read the book yeah super quick read Um, I didn't know you could read uh, (laughs) I just learned for that one book (laughs) you learned learned just what you needed to read for the book and nothing else nothing (laughs) which should be most of it now that you think of it Well, I don't know, like, there. I think the big thing, like, when I watched Annihilation, I was living in Vancouver, I was living alone in Vancouver, and it was like, I remember I watched it at night with all the lights off, you know, like, on the wall with my projector, uh, with, like, the music turned way up, and the music is just so powerful in that movie. Mm, like, yeah. it's just so, and it was like, I had, like, my, like, specifically, because I remember you guys had told me about it, and you guys were like, oh, the music is really important. Not like important to the plot necessarily, but not not important wah, to it. Wah, wah, yeah, wah. and like, <laughs> and I like I set my speakers up like all like to surround sound my couch, which I didn't normally have set up like that. And I like, and I was like, I was in it. Yeah, um, I had a similar experience because it introduced me to uh, one of my favorite characters of all time, Skull Bear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Skull Bear, you love. Is that, that what that thing's like? Dubbed if you on look the it up, on, on, like it has a wiki that's skull. It talks it's skull bear. Like that's oh, what it's called. Wow. Skull bear. Help I mean, skull fits. Bear. Fits. Help uh, and it's me. it's weird that that I think that specific part or that song that in the climax that wah 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 is like an one of the few pieces of music from the movie that's like was made separately. Like it's by an actual artist that has like it wasn't intended for the actual movie which is kind of weird really mm. i didn't know that no hmm. i think it's called like be. the the mark is the name of that track man I have to check that out yeah well, i might, might have to give that a look 
I have a question. Like, when I think of Annihilation, I think of that. Really I know, and that was the one that was like to me. not made specifically for the film. Uh, John, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, speaking of markings, Joe, did you say there was a marking on the door from Acer Darenborn? A star. A star. Oh, a yeah. star? Yeah, well... Is that a star? Jean, let's walk. Let's get right back into it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, last time, you guys uh, found yourself in the same place you've been for 20 to 25 years. Uh, you know, uh, in the Dorchester. In a place where you're there to get your mind right, to heal. And, I mean, yeah, you kind of got all share this weird delusion of being Delta Green agents who are part of a conspiracy. <laughs> and, you know, to, to keep humanity safe from... That's crazy. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. It uh, is very bizarre now that you phrase it like this. It does sound like a hallucination. It's, you know, as someone who has worked with people who have had these delusions, like, it sounds crazy. <laughs> it's like... That's, uh... I, Some additional quick. flavor is that uh, I wrote down on my on my original character sheet is that one of his bonds is Papua New Guinea a pigeon <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> so, <laughs> and some of us are harboring a bunch of hobos in their home <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what you're talking about but wait a second are you? because God damn it. you've been in this place do you have a fiance named Zara who you met in Turkey do you have uh, do you did you really run the course with your sons and have now a kind of pseudo adopted a group of five homeless men to live in your home have you actually talked to your brother in years has any of that actually happened Benji's gonna roll a search check in the in the common room to see if he can find a copy of Impossible Landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll that. Uh, well, it's a failure. Okay, uh, unfortunately, no. Um, that would crack the case wide open. wide open. Oh yeah, we could just read the yep. module in we the just, module. But we accept that we're in the King in Yellow, but we're actually looking for Impossible Landscapes. Yeah, the, the King in Yellow too. What's this King in Yellow biz? Oh, man, that's weird, you know. But back to this green door. So Asa Darabondi, you know, is being going to be dragged down the hallway. He's going to go in there. Uh, he's going to come out just fine. Right as rain. Right as rain. As soon as they get that, uh, as soon as they get the patsu out of him, he'll be just good. So here you guys are. You are still in the room. Are still in the day room. As Asa is being dragged down. You see another man kind of like stand, who's another patient, stand to the side to get out of the way of the orderlies uh, as they come. Um, and he sees you guys kind of looking that way. And he kind of like, he kind of like pulls a thumb towards like, what the hell's going on with Asa? It's kind of, kind of the vibe to it. Uh, and you guys, uh, oh, it's, it's Leland. It's Leland, everybody. We all know Leland, right? Refresh our memories. No. <laughs> Is that a rhetorical <laughs> question? <laughs> of course. You guys all remember uh, Leland. You know, he's... Um, you know, you don't know exactly what he's here for specifically. Uh, he seems a little on the anxious side. Um, 
he's got himself a uh, him and him and Asa are they, they're, they're kind of cut from the same cloth Leland's a little younger a little bit younger than him um, but they're they're very very similar they seem like you would go so far as to say they seem like they're from the, the same age almost uh, very similar styles to them uh, but yeah you know Leland is a um, he's he's probably 40s he's in pretty good shape uh, he's some type of you know he was he was some type of uh what like like police officer or federal agent or something like that nah he's talked about it here and there but yeah here he is he kind of he kind of just like you know he gives you that look like what's going on over here and then he uh, goes and gets himself a, a cup of juice and some crayons and he starts starts writing or drawing <laughs> whatever he's doing well, of course the crayons <laughs> they that makes they sense have, have pencils or pens in here too sharp too sharp What is he writing? Uh, can I take a look? Yeah, you can go over. Uh, Leland actually goes over to the corner um, where there is someone, another patient, in a wheelchair. Uh, and it's one of those really old school wheelchairs. It's got the tall, it's wood. You know, it's mostly made of wood. And it's got the tall back on it. Um, and there's someone sitting in the wheelchair kind of propped in a way where maybe they could possibly see out the window if the window could be seen out of. Um, and they're kind of doing, and Leland's over there kind of drawing, uh, looks like, you know, drawing like little, like, like a little, um, like a little scene, you know, like a hill with a tree on it. He seems to be showing it to the person in the wheelchair. What you drawing there, Leland? Oh, hey, uh, hey there, Benji. How you feeling? Like a million bucks. Ah, Good to hear. Good to hear. Ah, just uh, trying to trying to give sunshine a view worth having. You know what I'm saying? Is sunshine the one in the wheelchair? Hey, sunshine! As soon as the words come out of your mouth, of course, this is sunshine. Uh, no one really knows sunshine's name. Sunshine is uh, somewhere between catatonic and so mixed up that anything that does come out of sunshine's mouth when it does uh is uh, uh the 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 kind of uh official term would be like schizophagia like or word salad it's things that don't really if there's words they don't really make sense uh, they seem to make sense to sunshine but sunshine is also a, probably about a hundred years old mm-hmm. does he hey. look familiar um Interesting that you asked that. Look familiar. He? He. He or she? He. he. Okay. He. Does he look familiar? He does kind of look familiar. Uh, now that you guys... And, and it's strange, in the last 25 years here, Hank, you've never really thought about it. But oh my god. Now, Dude, as Like a similar custodian for a hotel, maybe? No, 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 nothing okay. like that. Okay. Nothing like that. I see where you're getting at. No, nothing okay. like that. Like, all three of you, as maybe you regard Sunshine and kind of draw back on your memory of Sunshine, you find Sunshine to be a little unnerving. Can't quite put your finger on it. But it's like every time you look at Sunshine, you get something between a sense of deja vu and dread. Maybe a little bit of both. Mixed up, shaken, not stirred, stirred on the rocks. 
Are you sure it's not Michelle? <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Pat her head. <laughs> and she yells, Take off your mask! <laughs> tries to rip, rip his face off. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you grab behind his jaw and just start to pull. Hmm, dread. Um, so I'm yeah. trying to think of the... What would... Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what... So, so Hank kind of looks, studies the picture a little closer. See what he's showing. It's sunshine. obvious that it's obvious that Leland is not much of an artist. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like a it's like a very rudimentary like, and you know, oh, you know, in the time maybe before you guys walked over. I mean, it's very much like a hill with a tree and a rope swing, and like you know, or like a little beach with a a big colorful ball and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, you know, he's got these crayons, you know, that he's drawing them with. Um, and he's, you know, does Hank... Well, Hank, you can probably see it from where you are. And also, you know Leland does this. Leland seems to, to kind of... Leland's, Leland likes sunshine and, you know, kind of feels bad for sunshine being here. Can't communicate. It's a sad situation overall. I would have thought after... Uh, as long as you've been in here, Leland, you'd got better at drawing. Leland uh, you know Leland doesn't take this super well he's like like, well as long as you've been here Hank I I figured you'd develop a a sense of fucking manners (laughs) (laughs) Leland's spicy I was trying to lighten the situation putting on a show for sunshine you know joke jokes and whatnot. Hey, Leland, what do you know about Sunshine? Why is he in here? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Sunshine's been in here longer than me. That's for sure. Hmm. How long have you been in here? Oh, a few years now, I think. Did you? Can I borrow your, your crayons? Well, absolutely. There's a big old pile of them right there. Benji starts eating them. <laughs> I wanted to eat a crayon. I just swear like, God, I was gonna eat a crayon before. When did the Marines enter this game? <laughs> oh, sick, sick burn, sick military um, burn. Uh, Benji is gonna draw the seal of person on a piece of paper and hold it up to sunshine. Oh Lord, have mercy! Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, when you do that, and it's. It's interesting. It's like it's when you do that. Well, you you okay? Tell me how you are arrayed. So sunshine is kind of facing towards the window and is not really moving. You know, even the way that sunshine's hands kind of look, it looks like sunshine probably doesn't really use his hands very much. You know, they're kind of like contracted, like just kind of stiffly, like up against his body. Um, mm. You imagine sunshine might be kind of limited to this wheelchair, um, and. So, like, are you just, like, holding in front of Sunshine from behind, or what are you, what are you doing? No, I want to get uh, right in his field of vision, like, maybe block the window he is looking out of, and yeah. just, like, hold it right up in front of him, well, see if I can gauge any reaction. Well, and, and you can, you know, and as you get in front of Sunshine, you see that Sunshine was very much, like, Sunshine's eyes move. Like, there is, and there's, they don't move randomly, they, they follow things. And so, Sunshine's sitting there like this ancient man, <laughs> like... Uh, you know, hair, you know, like snow white hair, you know, you know, it looks like someone probably shaves him every now and then 
you know, but like really scruffy. And as you come in front of Sunshine, his eyes grow wide and he starts to kind of make these distressing sounds. As he's like, and he's like, and his mouth is opening and flapping, but like the word, they're not really words. It's just like noise. And one of these weird, like, or not weird, but like one of these contracted hands, like seems to be reaching out to you. Is this it's, the fall? Is he focused more on him. me yeah, or is on he the showing picture? Him the symbol? This is before you even have time to get the symbol up. He seems to be reaching out uh, for you. Existential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get ex- give him. Who is this guy? I'm trying to figure out who. He is. If he reaches out his hand, I'm gonna give him the crayon and a piece of paper. Uh, mm-hmm. You, you like his his fingers are are held tight. You have to pry them open a little bit to vaguely get a, a crayon like stuck in there so that he can so uh-huh. that he can hold it. And he's just and he's just <laughs> and then like and if you hold the paper in a way that he can get it. Yeah, like suppose it's on a clipboard. I'll just hold it up yeah. under his hand. Well, there's probably like some magazines and stuff like that, you know, like around. Uh, and yeah, you're able to get something and underneath I, it. I let him rip like a Ouija board. <laughs> um, you see, he. All right, okay. Make me some type of roll to see if you can. You can. What type of roll do you think you would make to help someone write something who has a problem communicating? What do you th- what do you think you would write? What's your highest? You got any, psycho- <laughs> <got> any psychotherapy? <laughs> no, don't pick your highest. Um, um, I'm gonna argue for a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Unnatural. <argument> failed. <laughs> Unnatural. <laughs> Maybe dexterity, or yeah, I'd say human probably. might be a good application of human. Yeah, but that's more. How do like we feel s- about human? You can do human. See if you can you can pick up. Sunshine trying to put down. Come on, Benjamatic. Success. 29 under 72. 29. 72. Okay. All right. The it takes it seems to take Sunshine a, a bit to realize what you want. Um, being so distressed. You know, you get the feeling that Sunshine is like and there are words kind of coming out uh, and oh oh yeah that's right you recognize one or two of them they are uh, they are Tartesian Benji being the only one of you who knows Tartesian and you hear you hear the word for for out or Joe, how does sorry does Benji know Tartesian? Benji does, I think. Yeah, remember I found that yeah. Tartesian to English gotcha. translation yeah. book forever gotcha. ago. Okay, yeah, he knows a little bit. He knows just enough. Uh, actually, why don't you give me that sorry. Tartesian role? Don't you have a Tartesian language skill role? Uh, you're not a native speaker. Let's see, language. Is there a language skill? You should have one yeah. if you, if you, uh, if Bottom you had right. actually acquired some. I guess I didn't, or if I did, 
All I have is black markets and Carcosian clockwork. Hmm. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you just had the dictionary and you never actually read it and spent the time to learn. But no, no, no. I think we what we had said is that because you had had the dictionary and we had said that in the interim it was definitely reasonable for you to have read the dictionary over the 20 years. He just looked up all the bad words. Benji just reads everything that you put (laughs) in front of him. He knows the word how to ask for a toilet. You know, that kind of thing. How to order food. Um... Yeah, we're gonna say we're gonna say that you have a that you were vaguely able to make out. Well, we'll just use your human role for it. You're vaguely, barely, very vaguely able to make out him say, "Get out," or there's something else. It's something. It's not just get out. He's not telling you to get out. He's saying something about to to get out, getting out, becoming out. Like it's you know it's not a direct translation from Tartesian. Um, and he begins to scrawl in between the it's, it doesn't seem to have the best control of his extremities but in there in a bit and, and Leland is kind of looking over your shoulder he's like what you got there sunshine what, what, what you got there sunshine no and he's scrawling shaking and you can vaguely make out this time in English letters out is what is that through out is through mm. hmm and it seems that sunshine becomes tired or you know or drops the crayon or something and at this point in time he's become a little bit you know kind of distressed and it's kind of like bouncing in the wheelchair and, and still kind of reaching out for you Benji and just like like seems like you're you're unsure if you're upsetting Sunshine, or if Sunshine is happy. It's like you can't tell. Like it's just like aroused. Yes, like just aroused. Uh, <laughs> aroused. Aroused. <laughs> um, eventually, one of the orderlies comes over and kind of takes Sunshine and moves him back to this room. You think? Yeah. Okay. Altus through. Well, uh, I kind of want to do another group huddle. I, su- fellas, I don't know when. Yeah, what are we g- talking about? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Leland, uh, keep practicing. Uh, we we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we got a game of uh, Connect Four to finish before a group session time. Uh, Leland, just before we go back, yeah. uh, do you know anything about your bottle? Hmm. Bottle, huh? Uh, no, not not me. I hear other people talking about it sometimes. Not me, though. What are they talking about? Uh... State secret, gentlemen. Come on. I'm afraid, afraid Come I, can't, on. I can't share Come that kind on. of thing with you. My buddy, how long have I been here? How long have we known each other? Oh, we've known each other for Let ages. Let me persuade you. <laughs> Let me successfully persuade you with 48 under 60. Well. Oh. Well, you know, they're... Benedict, they're crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a nut house. Mm. That's, uh, Leland. that's an insensitive word there, Leland. Speak. 
Oh, I'm from I'm from an insensitive time. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there like a studio audience in the background? That's what I. <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> so Leland, where are the dames at? <laughs> yeah. Leland, you you speaking of uh, crazy things. Just between you and me, you seem like a pretty observant fellow, like the three of us. When would be, you know, the best time to find Doctor Friend alone? Well, in I the mean, routine, you'll probably, you'll probably have an individual session with him at some juncture. You know, that's between. Uh, he's doing. He does rounds, whatnot. You know this, Hank, and Hank, you do know this. You do. Of course, you do. Happens all the time. Day in, day out. I see. Leland, isn't there something about the bottles, though? Doesn't like it, it. There must be some truth to it. I mean, I, I, I think, I think somebody mentioned it once, and now everybody's talking about it. And like I said, they're all a bunch oh. of, they're all crazy. You know, just going off of each other's. Do you crazy. think? Do you think I'm crazy? No, nah, I mean, well, you're here. <laughs> Uh, Well, let me tell you, Leland. Yeah. I've seen a bottle. I've held a bottle. Have you? I even even dropped a bottle. Oh, do not share that with anybody. (laughs) They are not going to want to hear that. They seem very attached to these bottles. Mm -hmm. All right. Whose bottle was it? Oh, nobody you'll know. Ah, good. <laughs> Fuck them, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leland. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get back to Connect Four uh, before the group sesh. I, I kind of like Leland's style. I think we should ask him to join the group. <laughs> I don't trust well, him. I don't trust him one bit. You guys play Texas Hold'em? <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Fellas, uh, uh, well, good day, Leland. I'm sure we'll see you again. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be right fellas, over here. Yeah, keep drawing. <laughs> uh, keep drawing, you NPC. <laughs> How dare yeah. It's like very like <laughs> Bethesda, like head turned straight at us. <laughs> yeah. <They're> like, <laughs> just, just impenetrable eye contact. I don't know how or when, Phil's, but we need to all three be alone with Dr. Friend to have a chance to get out of here. I don't think we're going to I want to figure out what goes on. In that room, the green door room, the star on it. Mm. I don't too. I, I can't agree with you there, uh, but, uh, Benji. I don't know if I want to figure out what exactly happens behind that door. Oh, Leland. Got an Leland. excessive buildup of Patsu. I need to get out. Leland, what's what yeah. Patsu? Uh, what, what, what do you mean? What's what? What Patsu? Patsu. Oh. Yeah. I did. Well, you need to. I, I mean, you know, the juice. What? What? Juice? Speak English, man. You know, and he, and he, he point, he points up to his um, what'd you call that? Like the, 
It's the corner of your eye towards your nose. There's a word. Cornea? That's part of your eye. Eye duct. Yeah, like the, like the duct in the middle. You know, like the, the corner of the eye there by, by his nose. And he... He points at, uh, you know, like there by his right eye. You know, there's like, there's a little, and you, and you see that he has a little red dot. Right uh. There. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, Is this like some and, 1950s psycho, uh, pseudo psychology shit? But here's the thing. As you guys, as Hank has that thought, is this some creepy, you guys all look at each other and you realize that each of you has. A little red dot right there by the corner of your eye. Gonna right there next to your nose. It's right there. God. This is like my worst nightmare. We got we got bugs. We got bugs under our skins. No, but is it Joe like do, is this is this something like weird to do with the setting or is this like some nonsense like a they thought would work back in the day to like relieve this is nothing that f- you've heard of. It's not, it's not like a lot of me, if that's uh, what yeah, you're saying. No, I didn't okay. think it was it's a lobotomy, but I didn't, <laughs> didn't know if it was something like that where it's like they thought this would work back in the day to relieve. You know, it's weird. There are a lot of things that when they come up, you suddenly remember. Because, of course, you've been here for 20 years. Um, you don't remember this. Mm-hmm. The fuck? All right. Yeah, I, think, All right. I, think I, I think they were taking Asa in there, weren't they? So what? They need to remove it. Why is this? Is this stuff bad for us? I mean, I doubt it's good for you. I don't. Do I they mean, they, what? Beats me. What? Do do we consent? Did we sign a form for Patsu? Did we fi- did we sign a Patsu waiver? I mean, I didn't sign any forms on my way in here. That's not how it worked for me. <laughs> you know, some people... It's the 50s. Consent doesn't exist in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not when I came in. Yikes. Yeah, well, you know, some people uh, some people admitted themselves and others didn't. I didn't. You know, that's... I was admitted. Uh, somebody admitted what? me against my will. <laughs> not <laughs> that I'm happened? bitter about it or anything. <laughs> Not that I would do does, uh, anything if I ever saw them. <laughs> <laughs> does Benedict remember what happened to Leland? Like I get, like you, you remember Leland being like, what is he? Some type of like, or he tells people that he's he might, and it might also be a delusion. Let's keep that in mind. Uh, Leland seems to be under the impression that he is some type of government agent. Shit. Um, I was a. You know, in a past life, a government agent of myself, Leland. Oh yeah, what? Uh, you? Uh, well, Hank, shit, you've never said that before. In all these oh, years. Damn. What? 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 What agency? Well, a couple started out at the marshals, or worked my way up to marshals. Uh, but uh, quick. Okay. Marshal service. Ah, very interesting. But then, uh, I believe all three of us got uh, introduced to a, another agency. Another agency, you say? Yeah. What? 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 What agency were you a part of? A branch of government? Well, I was a, a little group. 
you know, you might have heard of them. Uh, the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigations. <laughs> okay. I joined, you know, it's, uh, fight the com- communist menace, you know, always. Yes. The, the, all that red stuff is very scary. It's a very red, scary time. <laughs> red scare, you might yeah. say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after the well, war and everything, it's... you know, you gotta, gotta, we gotta keep America. You know, it's like, oh, who, who wants communism? So, socialist? They're everywhere. Hell, there's some in here. I'm mm. sure of it. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Well, I can. I, I, I can yet. reassure you, Leland. Everything turns out just fine. Uh. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I just... I have a feeling everything will turn out just fine, my friend. Oh, great. Swell. And so, so off well. we go. Thank you yeah. for... Oh, you said you were you were part of another organization? Oh, no. Don't worry. Okay. I won't. <laughs> You're so happy. Why la, are you la, so la. happy? <laughs> <laughs> he starts laying out cards to play solitaire. La, la, whatever you, la, la, whatever la. you say... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm about ready. Oh, let's. let's uh. Well, you gotta be careful, Hank. You know they'll hang you out to dry if they need to. They'll put you in a place like this. Who? Uh, all sorts of organizations. You know when they need a fog. Oh, yeah. What I'm afraid of. Uh. Right. All right. Is it about time for that group session? Mm. Uh, groups at twelve. I... What time is it now? No. Oh, is there a clock in here? Yeah, there is. What's it say? Like 5 to 12. Uh, I really minutes. want to try that door. I want to investigate that door before we have to get corralled into this group session. Yes. Yeah. Let's do this. Well, All right, let's you just do, start walking towards the door and see if anyone's traction. <laughs> Where's the thing? You walk down the hallway, and part of you, again, part of you is very much kind of... Oh, see you later, guys. Um... But so, uh, <laughs> part of you is very much like this should be the Dorchester facility. Like, but the whole area is so big, and the hallways are so long and so wide. Similar, but bigger and different. Um, hmm. You see down at the end, you see a green door, and it has, or you see a door that has a big green star on it. But it, here's the thing: it's not like a a door regular door. It's not like a door, you know, that you'd see inside a house with a doorknob. It's like a big like a hatch. Like a big steel door you see on like a ship, like a submarine or something. You know, it's got like, it turns and has like the big locks, like a pressure door or something. This big steel door has green star on it. And probably about the time you guys kind of start heading down that way, the latch opens and you see uh Mr. Ed, uh, or Nurse Ed, you know, come out, you know, kind of holding Asa uh, by the arm. Asa is holding a small piece of bandage to the inside of the right side of his eye and nose. Uh, and it looks like they're heading back to his room. And then shortly after, you see um, you see Dr. Friend, who is walking out. And he doesn't really see, he doesn't really seem to see you guys. Uh, he kind of turns the opposite direction. Um, and when he does, he... And you see that he has, like, a 
like a case in his hand. Not like a briefcase, but like a like a carrying case of some type. It's not flat like a briefcase. And he walks down the hall, which is really long, down the way that you know should go to the female dormitories. But, God, that the hallway seems really long today. <laughs> you know, the hallways do that sometimes. Sometimes they're longer, sometimes they're shorter. You know, you guys have been here a long time. Um, there's a painting. Uh, there's a painting down towards the end of this uh, this grand vista of this very, like, like Kremlin-esque looking palace. Big domed and pointed tops. Um, and Dr. Friend, seemingly without, like, without really caring, just shifts, like he kind of pushes the painting, and the painting looks like it's kind of like on rails, and it kind of slides to the side. And behind the painting is a hole in the wall. And a little switch. He flips the switch, and as soon as it does, you hear this sound kind of from behind the wall. This like this like metallic, like air sucking sound. And he opens the case and removes this glass canister. Imagine like a a container. It's the top and the bottom look like they're metal, and but the rest of it is glass. Uh, you know, like you know when you go to the bank and they have those pneumatic tubes that you, mm-hmm. you put in the mm-hmm. tube thing. He takes this canister and it's filled with this... What is it? This, like, red liquid? Um, that seems to flow in an odd way inside the container. And he he takes it out of the case and kind of loads it into this hole and it just, boom, like very much like a pneumatic tube. So you just go in the wall and away. And he just loads it up in there Slide. He hits the switch. The sound turns off. Slides the painting back. Closes the case and stands up and starts to walk towards you. And he sees you. He says, he says "Ah, gentlemen, uh, it's almost time for group. Remember, twelve o'clock." So, how close are we to the green door room? You could be right there at it if you wanted. What's it look like inside? Uh, I- well, it's now been closed. It's oh, been closed oh, so. and locked securely. Uh, and there's no window. It's not. It doesn't have like a porthole. Uh, give us a chance to get in there. It's kind of bum rushing. <laughs> yeah, I look left and right and see if Benedict and Hank are thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Who's around? Was there anybody around? Make an alertness check. Failure. <laughs> I'm the worst one. I failed again. Oh, Benji succeeds. Success for Benji. You're looking around trying to see if anyone's watching you. And you do notice that kind of scattered around are these cameras. They're like big, bulky, 90s looking things. You know, oh, basically like shit. a full-size camcorder in the corner of some of the rooms with little, little, little flashing red lights. But that's not really what interests you, Benji. You look down through the women's wing. And you know, of course you know, that's like, yeah, that's where the women's dormitories are. But you're not, you're not not allowed down there. You know, you're not allowed down there after lights out. Um, you know, and of course you know, Benji, having been here for as long as you have, you know, you can kind of go wherever you need. You know, if you want to go downstairs and grab a cigarette, go to the cafeteria, you know, you can just go. You know, that's, uh, the doors aren't really locked. And some of them are, like the green door. The green star door, you know, but uh, you can kind of move around as you want. 
But as you look down the hallway through the glass little window towards the women's dormitories, you see a figure. A figure who looks to be a probably a man, probably a little bit overweight, wearing a silvery flowing robe and a white mm. mask. A white, mm. expressionless, plain mask that is very reminiscent of this dream you have of this encounter group. When Dr. Friend locked the green room door, did I see where he put his key? We'll say that Ed probably has the key, actually. I didn't know Ed was there. Yes, Ed had ushered uh, Asa out. Um, yes, Ed probably has a key. Although, maybe Dr. Friend has a key, too. Okay. Um, I'm going to be like, Fellas, y'all see that down there? That fellow in the silver robe and the white mask? Hank turns. Does he see him? You, you guys do. Um, you see this man he looks to be kind of either like he's pacing but he's also like looking around he seems to be like opening doors and looking in them um yeah looks like he's searching for something let's go see what he has to say doctor doctor friend Mm -hmm. yes yes benedict who's that man oh i i I believe that would be uh it's mr lundin he's here sometimes and he just turns and leaves he just walks off Lundine. Oh. What? Is that? That's the. Uh, that's who Ham belongs to? Yeah. Yeah. But we never actually met that's, him in the Night Floors, right? We just heard about him. No. Don't think we did. Let's uh, let's go have go a chat hi. with him. Yeah. We should go say hi. So roll me, roll me your intelligence checks, you people who don't know your notes. Dude, a year. A, a year. year ago. It's literally <laughs> Fumble. <laughs> Benedict fumbles. Success 77. for Hank. Success. Uh, success for Benji. You remember that ace that that there was someone named Lundine, you believe Henry Lundine, who was the original owner of the McAllister building who had it built. Mm. But this also reminds you of something. You remember a well, no, you don't know that yet. Yeah, so you're going to go after this guy? Yeah. No, I think that's how it works, though, Joe. We also remember things from the future that we have not right. known yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check your notes. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Flat circle and all that nonsense, Flat you know? Flat circle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lundin, he's the architect. He was the owner of the house. But yes, uh, the owner of, supposedly, of, of Ham. Of Abraham the dog. Let's go talk. Let's go talk to him. Yeah, let's yes? go. How's it going okay. there, uh, Lundin? So, like, the door separating the day room from the female dorms is between you guys. And I, ma- I imagine, you know, three of you open it up kind of all at once, and Hank says, Lundin, how's it going? Um, he is like he's opening a door his like head is in one of the doors like i don't know is like is he a weird peeping tom like what's going on like you know it's like but as he hears you you hear him gasp and he casts a backwards glance and you can see his his kind of face behind the edge of the mask you know you see that he's worried uh and he takes off takes off towards the end of the hallway wait what okay we give chase 
Yeah. Give Hold chase. up. Hold up. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me probably like an athletics roll. If you want to try to bear down on this guy as he's running towards the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Benji pats around for his desert eagles. Shit. Do I have my desert eagles? <laughs> you do not have your eagles. <laughs> I failed an athletics. Oh, Benedict succeeds. Four under 30. And a failure for Benji. All right, the two of you aren't really able to get up on him. Uh, Benedict, you have a sudden burst of speed as Benji is fumbling for his desert eagles that aren't there. And I don't know what Hank's doing. <laughs> uh, but you, you're able to get up to him. He opens, there's a door at the end, and he, he barges through it. The door bursts open. And Benedict, you're the closest one, and you see down the hallway, you see a familiar-looking entryway, a familiar-looking staircase, a familiar-looking floor. And you see standing with her keys out, looking like she's about what? to put the keys in her door with uh, a bag of groceries in her purse, is Abigail Wright. Oh, uh, what? What? The door slams open as Lundine like, is running away from you. The door slams open, and just before you get to it, it just clicks. No bounces closed no. again. You <sighs> burst through the door yourself to see a broom closet. Oh, damn. So we... Go ahead okay. and roll me that sanity damn. check. Uh. Oh, wait. That was full shit, circle man. because wasn't she uh, like accosted or something by a dude? In and, a mask? Uh, in a mm-hmm. mask originally. Oh, yeah. In a mask. Exactly. That was like, yeah. Good catch. Exactly. My oh my. Okay. That was like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, that's a failure on sanity. All right, take one sanity damage. Okay. I think that's juice worthy. That is some juice. You know Brad. what, Brad? You can have some juice. Nice. Give him the juice. Give the juice. I'm going to mark. All over his face. One juice. One juice. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> um, really quick for Benedict about that sanity damage. Don't really pu- apply that sanity damage. I want you to maybe there by your bonds or in another miscellaneous part of your uh, sheet. I want you to write one sanity damage. Just write it there. Don't actually subtract it from your total sanity. Just write it off to the side. Don't worry about what? it. Just put it over what there. What are these shenanigans, Just put it man? Over there. It's all right. It, it probably won't come back. I'm into sure play. it's It'll not gonna. Fun, don't worry about it. Yeah, we're getting into like uh, we're getting into uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, debt. We're insanity debt. A, a like paradox <laughs> thing. Like we could have just caused um hit the the instance where he ran into Abigail, and thus that we were investigating is like a whole. What's no oh, wow. God. We're in a time loop. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the term, but... No. Yeah, so there's nothing. Is there anything in the closet? Uh, Mop bucket. Mop. Paintings. Glass shards. <laughs> Weapons. Machine guns. Ham. guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well... Wow. Um, 
Um, you guys know that you could explore other parts of the building. Um, again, there's like there's a cafeteria, you know, there's like a, a, a bigger like kind of there's there is no outdoors area, but there are other floors. And there's two there you guys have two minds of this. Again, very much like you have this one part of your mind that's like I had this whole life, and you have another part that's directly contradictory. And they're constantly battling against each other. Like, you're kind of in this space. You're trying to hold the two of these. On one hand, you know that, yes, you can go to other floors and there's other stuff there. But on the other hand, you know that that the way the floors, that if you go downstairs, that sometimes the downstairs is also by the dormitories. And sometimes the dormitories are also by the cafeteria. And sometimes the cafeteria is beside Dallin's office. And you know that's impossible. But you also know it to be true. Mm. Did we sleep, Joe? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> this question. Is, uh, this is purely mechanical. <laughs> I'm <Interesting> sure. <laughs> I want to just know whether I can reset my stats since we woke up in, in from your drug-induced haze. Um, uh huh. Probably. Probably yes. Uh, click, click your buttons for your skills. Level up. We've leveled roll up. Your, uh, oh, I think that was a really hard. Concession. You can re-roll your willpower. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right call, but that's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> All right. It only gives us one point, Joe. Come on. And whatever we fail. Yeah. Well, and let's recall, um, what is it? Do any of you have, uh, yeah, have, need some healing, I believe. Yep. I believe you, what you do is you roll a, uh, don't you roll a, what you call it, a, uh, uh, constitution check. For, what do we do for willpower? For willpower, I believe you roll a, um. You roll a, a d6, and that's what you get. Wait. Nice. Did anybody crit? No. Yep. Okay. And the hit points is just one if you get the con. You succeed with constitution. Or do you roll a 1d4? Uh, it's just you get one hit point back unless you crit. Okay. What's everyone? Uh, Hank, what's your willpower and your hit points? Hit point maxed out 15 and willpower's 9, one below. Okay. What about for, uh, for Benedict? 11 hit points and 8 willpower. So two short of the max and one short of the max for willpower. And for Benji. HP, 11 out of 11. Willpower, 9 out of 12. Okay. Causality loop. That's what I was trying to think of. Causality mm. loop. This does have a very dreamlike quality to it, though. This whole experience. Yeah, I would certainly hope so. As you guys are standing here at the end of the hallway, you... I don't know, maybe even Benji is musing about Ham having seen this. Uh, one of you will say, we'll say Hank. Hank, that you, Benedict is up by the door. 
Benji's maybe behind him, you know, and Hank, you're kind of standing there behind the both of them. And you feel something, uh, you feel something unexpected down by your, by your feet, by your ankles. As a cat, um, is slowly moving between your legs and like rubbing itself against you. Um, it is a massive, <coughs> massive tabby that looks to have had a rough life. Patches of fur missing, part of an ear gone, um, kind of this, maybe some teeth and like the tails bent at a weird angle, but it seems to be kind of like rubbing up against you. And the purr is like it's audible, it's loud as it's like rubbing up against you, like kind of like going in between, and it kind of makes its rounds amongst all of you. Gone, get. <laughs> Don't be like that, Hank. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's your name? You reaches down to pet him. Uh, go ahead and make me a dex check. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get swatted. <laughs> the cat petting dex check. Success. Okay. Twenty three hundred seventy. Well, right as you high as stuff. you go down to pet the cat, you remember that this is not a good idea. You withdraw your hand <laughs> just in time. As and this is like a like this cat is bordering on the size of like somewhere between domestic cat and bobcat. It is huge. Like it is a massive, massive tabby. And oh. there is a flurry of claws and teeth. Um, at you Yikes. as it makes that like awful like stereotypical like movie cat sound that and <laughs> begins to dart off and as it like it just goes around a corner uh, like down like another hallway from the dormitories a hallway that you're not 100% sure was there before and you hear uh, you hear a voice coming down the opposite way it's like you know I'm the only one who's allowed to do that, right? What? Do I recognize that voice? Is that Axel? <laughs> oh no, brother, it wasn't that. It's not <laughs> that Axel. That wasn't Axel, okay. <laughs> it's a different but similar voice. I'm, okay. I'm not a professional it's, voice actor, John. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. Sorry. You do pretty good for not being a professional. Hank tries to follow his eye to where the voice is coming from you you guys ease your way around the corner and as you see the individual who's speaking you remember who it is um, it comes to you it comes to you from a few different sources actually let me grab there he is a pictured character eh? a pictured character if you will what uh, the shit is... What? What am I... <laughs> How dare you? How very dare you... It's have a Neanderthal. <laughs> it's the missing you link. See, <laughs> you see who you know to be. We found it. You see a man who is Dick. disfigured. His face is scarred uh in fact the um ear on the right side of his face is not even real it's like a prosthetic that hangs on like a little piece of wire to give him the appearance of having an ear where he doesn't have one 
you see Mr. Wild. Uh, that's W-I-L-D-E. Um, and you, you know him. Of course you know him. You've been here for ages with him. You know Mr. Wild, of course. Mr. Wild and his, his magical notebook. This notebook through which he records everything. And, but here's the thing. Now, just for the first time, which is weird because you've been here for so long, you see him and you remember him. You remember two memories. One of you guys going through the basement of the McAllister building and looking at the paintings. Seeing the painting of a man standing in front of a mirror. A younger-looking guy who you later would find out his identity, that his identity was Ed Miller Whist. You would later come upon his name and his picture while reviewing files at the Dorchester house. But that was all a dream. Feels dreamy. But in the reflection of Ed Whist was this man who you know to be uh, Mr. Wild, the repairer Wait, of reputations. Say that again. How did how is he connected to Ed? We saw him in what? In a painting. In the painting, Ed was standing in front of a mirror. Oh, okay. Mr. Wild was reflected. Gotcha. Of... Hmm. The repairer of. The repairer of reputations. Reputations. You said there were two memories, two ways we know this guy. That's that's how. That's the two. Sorry, the two. One was the uh, the mirror, and the other one was who Ed Whist was. Pardon. Yeah, it looks like he pet that cat a little one too many times. <laughs> that's that's mine. Yeah, she doesn't really approve of it. It doesn't seem that Mr. Wild can even move his mouth very well. But, of course, you already know. You already hey, know Mr. This. Wild, what you got in that notebook you're always writing in? Oh, just little things, Benjamin. Little things that like need poetry? to be done. <laughs> no poetry, I'm afraid. I'm a bit of a poet myself. Are you? Yeah, yep. sure I am. <laughs> you got anything for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I immediately realized that you're going to ask me to recite poetry yeah, when I said that I am, and then I hesitated. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, he's flowing wistfully, the scantily clad. No, actually, I'm not going to read that. I'll get back to you. He's like, he's like really trying hard not to say ear, ear, ear constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention the ear. Don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, little things that need to be taken care of, like what? Well, everyone always needs uh, some help. Some help with uh, the way they've been talked about. Uh, I can always have my uh, my fingers in a lot of pies. That sounds really visceral when you say it like that. <laughs> you haven't heard I get any that a lot. bad rumors about us, have you? Well, let's see. 
He opens his notebook. Hmm. See, we are for Hank Ellis here. Uh. Uh oh. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, what? I've got something for you. And he just closes the book. What the hell? Ben? What? I want to. I want to make a roll. What kind of roll? Don't snag the book. I want to steal his fucking book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, what role are you going to make? Are you just going to attempt to snatch it from him? And run away? Yes. <laughs> uh, what, what do you want? You tell me what you think would be appropriate to snatch a book away from a man who's sitting there watching you, looking at you. Criminology. <laughs> Naturally. Um... If you say wanna, like dexterity, sure. If you want to know what's in the book, well, you're gonna have to uh, help me out a little bit. What do you mean? Okay. Are you are you not stealing the book? Wait, are we doing that or not? I'll I'll, I'll keep that in my back pocket. <laughs> what I'll would Benji ball. do? I'll play what ball. would Benji do though? Benji and Dace are one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> what would Benji do? What exactly? What, uh, go ahead. Help you how? Well, I mean, I know I I do notice that I uh, I don't currently have a cigarette in my hand. An ear? I oh a cigarette. <laughs> what the? What was that? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. A cigarette. You want a cigarette? Yeah, that's maybe, maybe, maybe a few cigarettes. Maybe you could. And while you're at it, maybe you get me a lighter. And you Although know, now. lighters to be difficult. Difficult. He says, or maybe we could swap some information. Uh-oh. What are you interested in knowing? I heard a rumor that you, Benjamin Potts, Benjamin Potts of originally of wherever the hell you are, you from in Mississippi, <laughs> you know, you know what they uh... nailed it. But then he starts talking about some other stuff. He's like, he says. Benjamin Potts, who has a PhD in musical theory from Juilliard. But here's the problem with that. That happened in another life. That happened in a life outside this hospital. That happened somewhere between 1995 and 2015. A life that isn't a part of this current life. So he's a bridge of sorts. How did you know that? He just waggles the notebook at you. It's all in the book. You ain't told me what you want to know. I want to know everything. Well, Papa Squat, I got a, to- a story to tell you. I'm already you. sitting. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> I meant to say, well, let me pop a squat. <laughs> Don't sit in his lap. <laughs> let me just take a seat right on your knee. 
why don't you tell me what you're really doing here? All three of you. Because I know. I what? know that you have not always been here. I know that every note I have on you was not here last night when I went to sleep. Hmm. And now it is. So why hmm. don't you tell you me what you're really doing? All due respect, Mr. Wild, is it? Yes. It doesn't... S you seem to claim to know a lot, but I think you just have a very knowledgeable notebook on hand. The notebook and I are one and the same. Hmm. Why don't you pop a squat? Like your friend here says. He's already sitting. Shit. <laughs> I'm on I'm on your knees, sir. Also, how's you know my rap name? Papa Squad. Papa Squad. <laughs> Papa Squad. Wow. Benji's in all sorts of different musical genres. Um <laughs> uh, no, I'd I'd rather go find you some cigarettes, my friend. Mm. Wow. Yeah. For us to tell you the whole story, we're going to need a little bit more from you. How about this? He, uh... He begins to tell you a story. A story about planets that are circling a star. A dark star. A star that is a dark spot that is a dark speck a a bright dark blot in a white lit sky he tells you a story about how the planets around them are orbiting but they're constantly being pulled towards the center constantly being, being pulled towards these twin black suns and that they're their orbits are slowly decaying and coming closer and that the only way for the planets to avoid crashing in and being consumed totally by these suns is to dip down just close enough to gather enough velocity to be catapulted back out and away and at first you guys are Reasonably, like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then he puts his hand on Benji's back, who's sitting on his knee, gently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, You are the planets. The stars are Carcosa. And you are being pulled down in, and your only hope of escape is to come close enough to the king to be pulled in and rocketed back out into your so-called real world. Is that enough for you, Hank Ellis? Mm, that was pretty good, I have to admit. <laughs> uh, very poetic. And appropriate to our situation. <laughs> uh, is this an 
Allegory? Was this a metaphor? You mean an allegory? Is that like played? An allegory. In my world, they call them allegories. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> About that time, the doors open again, and you see Ed, Mr. Ed, walk through, and his head snaps over to you. Group time! And that is where we so, will come to an end for this episode. Unless you have something especially poignant, Jean? I was just gonna tell Mr. Wilde that we'd catch him on the next one with our own story. Okay. On the next As orbit. Payment. Oh, naturally. Yes. Okay. Guys, how you feeling? Another good one. Another good episode. Confused. Confused. Um, and satisfied. What hurt comes to mind? But hurt. But hurt. It's the pop Yeah, box. about that Abigail. <laughs> that was last episode. <laughs> <laughs> People have already forgotten about the butt pop rock. You can't right. just bring that up willy nilly. Oh, never, never be brought up again, honestly. Oh god. Uh, no, because of the little Abigail tease, that felt mm. so cheap. No, that wounded. wasn't cheap. That was great. It, it was like a full another full circle it, thing. It just in in like you knew exactly where to hit us. To make it hurt, <laughs> like dangle well, Abigail sa- in front of us, like it, right in front of us. Check. Save it for the Sandy check. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All you don't get to bitch ya. This is prime time. <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> yeah, tune in to Sanity Check to hear me bitch. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, thank you for joining us, for listening, for watching, however it is. Uh, hopefully I can. I'm having internet issues, I guess, so hopefully I can get that sorted in the actual recording or that we put out and whatnot. But... Uh, come over to our Reddit, uh, r slash Greenbots Gaming. It's linked in the description wherever you're watching this. Uh, join us. Tell us who you're listening. Uh, comment on the episodes. Let us know what's up. Let us know uh, what you think. Uh, also, if you really like what you're hearing, come on over to patreon.com slash Gaming underscore, also linked wherever you're watching this, and uh, join us. It's only three bucks. You caffeinate me in the mornings, uh, and uh, you get to listen to episodes a week early, and you get access to that uh, Sandy Check episode. I think we're going to put out the first episode of it. We had a little bit of a backlog. I think it's going to try to try to get it out this weekend. Because um, Brad just got done with a really nice intro uh, music mm-hmm. for it. Very nice. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And Likewise. Good. Yeah. And... Uh, for those of you who are listening and watching, uh, I cannot wait to uh, for the next one. It's going to continue to get wacky. Um, I hope that these guys are kind of coming to peace with the idea that their lives have been in this hospital, and that's the total truth. So, uh, yeah, I think we're really getting there. But yeah, thanks, Joe. Everyone, we will see you next time. Stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Later. Bye. Finger guns.